Where are we at in the market cycle? Is it possible that capitulation has passed and we've already bottomed? Or are those still on the horizon? Hello, I'm Crypto Casey and welcome to another episode of Crypto This Week. Every Sunday, we explore the latest global news stories affecting the crypto markets, as well as the ever-changing macroeconomic environment of the world at large. Be sure to check out our sponsors, Ledger, iTrust Capital, and So Rare. Ledger has an important announcement we will be dropping on the channel December 6th, and be sure to check out their new Ledger Nanopod and case accessories. Invest tax-free in crypto, gold, and silver within a tax-advantaged IRA or individual retirement account with iTrust Capital. And more on SoRare, the only officially licensed free-to-play fantasy NBA game in a bit. Awesome. Let's hit crypto this week. Effects from the FTX contagion continue to rock the crypto space, as crypto exchange Gemini trying to recover $900 million from crypto lender Genesis. Crypto broker Genesis and its parent company, Digital Currency Group, DCG, owe customers of the Winklevoss twins, crypto exchange Gemini $900 million, the Financial Times reported on Saturday. Crypto exchange Gemini is trying to recover the funds after Genesis was wrong-footed by last month's failure of Sam Bankman frieds FTX crypto group, the newspaper said, citing people familiar with the matter. And we still need to allow more time for the dust to settle, as Bitcoin miners' FTX contagion exposure may amplify industry pain. Core Scientific, BitFarms, and Genesis Digital Assets are among miners that have direct and indirect exposures to the fallout. Bitcoin miners, which already have up to $2.5 billion in loans outstanding, could find themselves in even hotter water, as many have exposure to failed crypto exchange, FTX, and lenders such as BlockFi. And as a result, crypto lenders' woes worsen as Bitcoin miners struggle to repay debt. Mining companies are defaulting on machine-backed loans. Some loans collateral is worth less than remaining payments. So even if all the crypto tourists and paper hands have exited the crypto markets, we need to keep in mind that Bitcoin miners that need to stay afloat create a lot of selling pressure, which doesn't help the price of Bitcoin in the short term. And in addition, people needing to start selling assets like Bitcoin in order to afford rising energy costs and finance holiday spending, we will continue to have selling pressure in the cryptocurrency markets over the next month or so. All the while, the recession that nobody wants to claim is here yet, despite the fact that we've been experiencing it for a while now, some think we are further along the market cycle than others. An opinion on Market Watch reads, there's a strong possibility that the bear market in stocks is over as investors have given up hope. Capitulation occurs when investors give up because of despair, the last emotional stage of bear market grief. The capitulation indicator is based on the percentage of trading days over the trailing month in which each of these two indices is in the bottom decile of its historical distribution since 2000. At many major market bottoms of the past, this indicator rose to above 80%. In the last half of October, the indicator rose to 90.5%. Another encouraging sign, from a contrarian point of view, is the restraint that the market timers have shown in the face of the DGIA's greater than 20% rally since its low two months ago. One of the telltale contrarian signs of a bear market rally is an eagerness to jump on the bullish bandwagon. The prevailing sentiment at the beginning of a new bull market, in contrast, is stubbornly held skepticism. So basically, this person believes it's possible that we have experienced the point of capitulation in the market cycle here on the Wall Street cheat sheet, meaning we could very well be closer than we think to entering the new bull cycle. However, my random wild guess is we are actually still in the semi-denial panic phase and have yet to experience the capitulation point in this bear market. And in a video I posted recently, we discussed my random wild guess at when we may see the bottom of the cryptocurrency market, which you can check out by clicking on the link above. At the end of the day, 
the risk asset cycle will restart when the Fed starts decreasing interest rates, not increasing at a lower basis point than previous months, not halting interest rate hikes altogether, but when they start lowering interest rates and start simulating the economy by increasing the money supply, aka money printing or quantitative easing. So let me know where you guys think we are in the market cycle in the comments below. Whether the bottom is in or further along the horizon, it doesn't mean we won't experience a Santa Claus rally. So will Bitcoin see a Christmas rally? Here's what to watch. Bitcoin faces headwinds in December. Whether there will be a Christmas rally in December is likely to depend on various factors that will confront Bitcoin with serious headwinds. First and foremost, the Fed meeting on December 14th and the release of the new CPI data a day earlier are likely to be a key in determining whether there will be a green or red Christmas. Also, recession fears are growing, but could take a backseat for the time being if inflation continues to fall and the Fed announces a 50 basis point rate hike. Potentially, this would be solid fuel for a strong year-end rally. With minor capitulation currently looming, Bitcoin could be entering the closing stages of its bear market. The historical average duration is 14 months. Currently, we are in the 13th month. A CryptoQuant verified analyst noted that the two-year to 10-year yield curve has the steepest inversion since the 2000s dot-com bubble. Over the past two cycles, second inversions caused a correction of about 50% in the S&P 500. The theoretical bottom of a similar correction would be the COVID low for SPX, 34% downside from here. They said and continued, if this happens, it would be Bitcoin's first true recession. Surviving it would forever solidify Bitcoin as an investable macro asset. It also means Bitcoin prices may stay depressed for longer than the typical three-month cycle bottoms. Nice. So regardless of where we're at in this market cycle, as we've been discussing on the channel, it's definitely a good idea to start paying attention to the markets again and DCA or dollar cost averaging into long-term crypto positions if we are looking to diversify into crypto. A couple other factors affecting the markets this week, payrolls and wages blow past expectations, flying in the face of Fed rate hikes. Bitcoin slips as US economy added a strong 263,000 jobs in November. The unemployment rate was unchanged at 3.7%. The labor market, which is especially important for inflation, shows only tentative signs of rebalancing and wage growth remains well above levels that were consistent with 2% inflation over time, Fed Chair Jay Powell said during an event at the Brookings Institution in Washington, D.C. on Wednesday. So despite some promising developments, we have a long way to go in restoring price stability. And worrying the likes of Janet Yellen and more, the Treasury yield curve reaches steepest inversion in 40 years. The inversion between the 10-year and 2-year Treasury yields widened further. An inverted yield curve is often seen as a warning that a recession is looming. Longer-term yields are usually higher than shorter-term yields because investors want to guard against the risk of unexpected inflation and rate increases. Cool. So the macro environment is still garbage. So we are still not completely out of the woods, and it's still anyone's guess at what the next few months holds in terms of market behavior. In the meantime, let's take a quick moment to explore a more light and fun blockchain project gaining adoption whose success is independent from the traditional and crypto markets. So Rare is a global fantasy sports entertainment platform that aims to create a new experience for fans by combining the traditional collectible sports card aspect of fandom with the more modern fantasy team building aspect of fandom and with even more creative nuances in between. Based on our skills and knowledge of sports and players, we can win cool prizes, including awesome digital collectibles like officially licensed player cards as NFTs, which we can use or sell for cash. So if you are an NBA fan, 
on SoRare, we can collect officially licensed digital NFT cards featuring our favorite NBA players, build lineups from the cards, and enter them into tournaments and competitions for rewards with other fans around the world. SoRare is free to play, and they also offer digital cards we can buy and use in competitions that increase in value over time with XP points players gain from real-life performance that we can trade for real cash. So be sure to scroll down to the description right below to access SoRare's correct and official site to start building your NBA lineup to compete today. Sweet! Let's wrap up with a couple bullish news stories from the week. Crypto whales are super bullish on XRP as the Ripple versus SEC case nears a long-awaited end. Ripple's general counsel is blaming the SEC for the collapse of BlockFi, which filed for bankruptcy on Monday. In a tweet, Stuart Alderati said, another SEC regulation by enforcement success story. Months after the $100 million BlockFi SEC deal, BlockFi is bankrupt. A $275 million loan is outstanding on FTX from BlockFi. Unknown amounts owed to BlockFi from FTX. Nothing ever registered. Fines paid? With whose money? Consumers decimated. Ripple is battling a court case with the SEC, which is expected to conclude next year. There are speculations that the case could end much earlier. According to former federal prosecutor James Fulon, the opening motions for the summary judgment were filed early, meaning that redacted replies might also come early. A win for XRP against the SEC would be a huge win for crypto at large. So let's continue cheering them on from the sidelines. And long-term Bitcoin bulls are still long as Galaxy CEO Mike Novogratz drops forecasts for Bitcoin to hit $500,000 in five years. It will, but not in five years, Novogratz said Thursday during an interview on Bloomberg Television. The biggest change that happened is that Fed Chair Jerome Powell found his central banking superpowers. Like most risk assets, Bitcoin has slumped this year because the Fed is raising rates to contain inflation, Novogratz, the chief executive of Galaxy Digital said. The demise of FTX, along with the collapse of hedge fund Three Arrows Capital and lenders Celsius Network and BlockFi, are certainly hurting the overall confidence in crypto, but that too shall pass, he said. Awesome. Well, that was Crypto This Week with me, Crypto Casey. If you enjoyed the episode, please make sure to like this video, subscribe to the channel, and click the bell notification to stay up to date on all of the latest videos. So where do you think we're at in the market cycle? Have you been paying more attention to the markets again? What are you dollar cost averaging into? Let me know in the comments below. Be safe out there.